0: I'm Harris Faulkner. I'm Greg Gutfeld. I'm Janice Dean. And this is the Fox News Rundown. Tuesday, August 4th, 2020. I'm Trey Inks. Monitoring patients' immune response against coronavirus
1: is becoming a crucial tool in fighting the disease. You can use those insights of the hyperinflammation and the immune response to really tweak the treatment that you give those patients. So it opens the way for personalized treatment. This is the Fox News Rundown
0: global pandemic. When some people contract coronavirus, they experience a severe immune response that can actually be harmful for the recovery process rather than helpful. One company is helping doctors better understand this phenomenon. Over the next few minutes, you'll get the latest headlines on the global COVID-19 outbreak and hear from Eran Eden, the CEO of Mimed, about how current diagnostic technology is being used for COVID-19 treatment. Starting first in the United Kingdom, where officials are flooding the healthcare industry with COVID-19 tests while preparing for future vaccine rollouts. The British government has reportedly obtained millions of 90-minute coronavirus tests. These tests will also be able to detect other viruses, helping medical teams to determine different sicknesses citizens face. On the vaccine front, Oxford University has one of the vaccine frontrunners that is conducting advanced human trials in hopes of having millions of doses ready by the start of next year. Now to Germany, with more than 200,000 total cases, the Germans are starting to see a second wave of the virus unfold. German authorities have started to reopen schools as the summer holidays come to a close, though infections are continuing to rise. Germany, like other locations such as Israel, may end up being a case study for the United States that has seen many places push for rapid reopening of educational facilities. Finally, in Spain, more than 8,500 cases of coronavirus were seen this weekend alone. After reopening much of the country, the Spanish have entered into a massive second wave. While a new contact tracing app is set to be introduced there, the Spanish, like all European countries, are watching a drop in tourism numbers affect their economy. With more people getting sick each day around the world, scientists, governments, and companies continue to look for solutions when it comes to treatment, prevention, and diagnosis.
1: There's a lot of work right now done by multiple companies and governments trying to help on multiple dimensions of solving this problem, including diagnostics. This is Iran Eden, the CEO of Mimed. What's unique about Mimed, rather than trying to detect the different viruses, or particularly the COVID virus, we use a different approach. We listen to the body's immune response broadly to try to decode different diseases. And in particular, this type of technology can have some significant value in the context of COVID itself. So let me give you a concrete example. In the last decade, we've developed this technology that basically tries to listen to the immune response as the body responds to different bacteria and viruses. It turns out that when your body responds to different bacteria and viruses, it increases different levels of molecules of your your immune system. Think about it like a a Navy SEAL antibacterial or a, a ranger antiviral type of molecule. And what we've done, we've developed these sensors that can pick up on these molecules and then through through sophisticated computer algorithms, translate that into what type of war the body is waging, whether it's a specific virus or bacteria, and thereby allow to answer all sorts of clinical questions. So when COVID broke, we said, okay, how can we use this particular technology of listening to the immune response in order to try to answer questions that may be more routine type of technology Uh, right now there's a gap. That's the content.
0: It's an interesting technology and the fact that it can be used across the board is unique. It can be used not only to diagnose coronavirus but also other diseases. So what does this look like in practice when a patient needs to figure out what type of virus they're fighting?
1: Right. So you can use this type of technology to complement or answer a different type of questions. The first one which has relevancy both in COVID, but also outside or post COVID uh, era is the following. Say you have a child coming to the doc with suspected acute infection and they're sick and they have a fever and the parents are maybe a little bit anxious or maybe you're sick or maybe your parents. And one clinical question, is it a bacterial or viral infection? Should I treat with antibiotics or should I treat with chicken? That's something that you would do both in the pre-COVID days and also during COVID. You wanna know if it's a bacterial viral infection. And what we've done in the last decade, we identified a set of molecules that the immune system is creating in order to fight off different bacteria and viruses. They have names such as TRAIL and IP10 and CRP. And the way that it works, you basically take blood sample. Currently it works from IV blood, but we're also working on on a version of the test that will require, a capillary blood, and then you plug it into the machine, and then you get the results. Within 15 minutes, 1-5, you get the measurements of the immune response, and you get a simple answer. Is it a bacterial or viral infection? This is one interesting question in the context of COVID because often we're over-treating COVID patients with antibiotics, which is creating resistant strains of bacteria, which was a big problem pre-COVID, is a big problem right now, and will be even exacerbated post-COVID just because of overuse of antibiotics? That's one clinical question. You can use this type of technology. There are other types of clinical questions that you can answer. The second question is the following. If you have two seemingly identical COVID positive patients, most of which will have a benign uh, disease, that means they can basically be treated at home, but a certain percentage of those patients might eventually have a severe outcome and deteriorate. And a very important question is, well, who will have the severe outcome and who will not? Because the fact that we often don't know this, the answer to this question adds a lot of logistic burden to the healthcare system, which is what we're seeing here today. So it turns out that you're in your immune response is a really exquisitely accurate system crafted by nature to potentially identify which is which. And this is something that right now, we and others have been developing this type of technology, some which has been done in collaboration with the US Department of Defense. And it uses the same type of technology, same type of molecules, and same type of platform to measure the immune response. Second part is something that's under development. Third question is related to severe COVID patients. And this has just been a, uh, there's just been a publication coming out last week uh, with a collaboration that we've done with Robin Medical Center that ask the following question. Some COVID patients, about 50%, will have what's called uh, hyperinflammation, which is a fancy word to say that their immune, immune response goes into hyperdrive, and that could lead to mortality. And an important question is, number one, which one of those patients will develop this hyperinflammation? And number two, if they do develop this, how do you make a personalized treatment such that we really know how to use the drugs in a way that would fit their particular course of disease? That was the question. And we use the same type of technology, the platform. The platform is called MIMIT-KEY, by the way, to measure those moieties of the immune response. And we, were, what we found, we and uh, the other collaborators from Robin Medical Center, is that number one, we're actually able to track this hyperinflammation very early on. And number two, you can use those insights of the hyperinflammation and the immune response to really tweak the treatment that you give those patients. So it opens the way for personalized treatment. You've been
0: listening to Eran Eden, the CEO of MIMED. We'll be right back. I, I think this is unique in the sense that it is giving a heads up to doctors about which patients could find themselves fighting this disease in the intensive care unit or requiring further hospitalization and medical attention. It's almost giving a, a roadmap to doctors about. What direction they need to go with the treatment for patients when it comes to
1: COVID? That's exactly right.
0: And and so when you're looking at this in in practice, the blood samples can be taken, and you're you're working on expanding the ways in in which blood can be tested. But when a a doctor needs this information, how is it then given to them? are, are they able to look at an online platform? Is this printed out and they're going through it like a sort of old school medical chart? What does this look like?
1: Imagine this small platform um uh, say, 12 by 12 by 12 inches. Um, and um, you basically put the the blood within the cartridge, a disposable cartridge. If it's in the hospital, it will happen in the hospital lab. And if it's in the emergency department, you can potentially put it, do it in the emergency department itself. Currently, we have not yet uh, gone out to physician's offices, Not yet. By the way, it's important to say that this product generally is cleared in Europe and in Israel. And right now we're working with the FDA quite intensively to also clear this in the US. And so once you put the blood inside the cartridge and you put it in the, in the device itself, into Mimed Key, you press a button, very, very simple to operate, and you get the results within 15 minutes. If, there, if the physician is near the box itself, the platform, the Mimed Key, you can get a graphical interface that gives you the response. Or if you're in the lab, then the lab actually is connected to a laboratory information system that gives the information to the clinician, again, in real time, wherever he's treating. Now, the first thing that I've told you about, bacterial versus viral infection, again, that is already cleared. So it's actually used to guide patient treatment, both in COVID context and outside of the COVID context. The other two things that I told you about, severity, predicting severity or identifying early severe outcome and being able to do personalized treatment of COVID, these are things that are under investigation and are only done as part of a a, a research context.
0: I want to dive in a little bit on immune response and the importance of having some diagnostic technology to analyze how someone is responding to a virus like COVID-19. We often hear about immune response in the context of white blood cells protecting your body from infection. But as you mentioned, and this is sort of the third tier of this technology that you're researching, the immune response can ultimately lead to someone's death because people will respond in a way where their body is basically attacking itself. Can you explain that a little bit more and and what that looks like?
1: Looking at the immune response rather than trying to measure the virus itself, has disadvantages, but also has advantages. And in, in fact, these two approaches are complementary. So using the immune response has several advantages. Number one, it's very fast. You can actually do that within minutes. Some technologies that look at bacteria and viruses and context of COVID viruses would take half an hour, one hour and more. So the fact that it's fast, that's one added value. They can add a value of using the immune response it can diagnose cases that are inaccessible. So in the case of COVID, actually the infection is accessible, but you can think of other infections where it's inaccessible or the infection site is unknown. And here you don't need to really know the infection site or reach it because the immune system circulates throughout the entire body. And in the you know the tip of your finger gives you what's happening being behind your tympanic membrane or in your lungs. The third thing is the issue of colonization. And again, this goes outside the context of COVID. So Sometimes when we detect a virus, we don't know if that virus is actually causing the disease or is just a bystander. Is it just a remnant of the virus? The fact that you're looking at the immune response tells you what actively is happening in the body, whether the immune response is actually acting against a certain invader, so it gives you a complementary picture. And lastly, and perhaps very importantly, in the context of COVID and other pandemics, every time we, and when I say we, I mean the human race, we develop a new test that tries to detect a bacteria or a virus in ca- the context of COVID, suddenly you have the new strain in the block and everything that we've developed doesn't work very well. There's good examples. Look at the, I mean COVID is just the, la- la- the latest pandemic, but we had others in the past. We had the H1N1 swine flu epidemic, we had the MERS, we had the SARS, and now the COVID. And what happens is that after every time this hits, every time we have a mutation and you have a new strain, we have to run and develop yet another new test. But when you use the host immune response, you actually don't need to do this because this war has been going on for quite some time between the body and different viruses. So what we've been able to show, this type of immune response is quite robust regardless of the type of strains. In a sense, it gives you information that's complementary to detecting the virus. Other stuff that the immune response can do. It can tell you, well, Severity, which is again something complementary to detecting the virus. It can tell you whether you have hyperinflammation. So it really opens up a new, I would say, area or new dimensions that can help complement what's a more traditional or more conventional tests.
0: Certainly, and I think that is such an asset for doctors around the world as one of the key pieces of medicine is simply gathering information in order to come up with the appropriate treatment plan for individual patients. Really interesting technology that I'm sure will be very useful amid this larger global pandemic. Iran Eden, the CEO of MIMED. Iran, thank you again for your time.
1: Thank you so much. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up to the minute news, go to foxnews.com.